podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Whistleblowers Daily, a brand new bite-sized show going out every weekday of the football season. Each episode will give you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Thursday the 15th of September. Graham Potter's reign as Chelsea boss got off to a mixed start last night as they drew one all at home to RB Salzburg. It's a result that leaves his side with an uphill task to qualify for the Champions League knockout stages. Chelsea took the lead thanks to Raheem Sterling's curled finish just after half-time. Noah Okafor equalised for the visitors with 15 minutes left. It was a better night for Man City, who came through a difficult test against German side Borussia Dortmund. The outstanding Jude Bellingham gave Dortmund the lead, but a late rally saw City score two goals in the last 10 minutes. John Stones equalised in the 80th minute before an Erling Haaland wonder goal secured all three points. Boss Pep Guardiola acknowledged City hadn't been at their fluent dynamic best, but said his squad again demonstrated their priceless ability to find a way to come back from behind. Celtic got their first point of the campaign, but will have been frustrated not to have won all three away at Ukrainian side Shakhtar Donetsk. The Scottish champions took the lead early on through an own goal and dominated large parts of the match, but couldn't put the game beyond the host despite creating a series of excellent openings. Highly rated winger Michaela Mudrik got the equaliser for Shakhtar. Rangers manager Giovanni Van Bronckhorst said his side showed their quality, despite their 3-0 home loss to Napoli. In an improved performance since their 4-0 loss to Ajax last week, Rangers held their own against an excellent Napoli side, up until James Sands was red-carded early in the second half. A late flurry saw the Italians flatter the scoreline, but Van Bronckhorst was pleased, saying, We gave Napoli a really tough game. We were organised, good in the game, and players were giving everything to get a good result. In tonight's European games, Manchester United travel to Moldova to face Sheriff Tiraspol and West Ham play Silksborg in their Europa Conference game in Denmark. Arsenal's game against PSV was scheduled for tonight but has been moved to the 20th of October. Those are your headlines. Let's start with Chelsea. Here's Gary Hayes from the Chelsea podcast. The game, yes, against RB Salzburg. Bit of a weird one. Um, the, the stadium was felt very subdued I'd say I think part of that was to do with the tribute to the Queen um, but equally I think there's a little bit of confusion with the fans in terms of they want to get behind Potter but at the same time they didn't want to be completely disregarding Tuchel so at the the 21st minute mark they did an, an applause for, for Tuchel because they didn't want to put out the Deutsche Maestro banner because of the tribute to the Queen so they did a an applause on 21 minutes to mark the the fact that he won the Champions League in 2021. So it's one of those things. And I, I was there in the press box and um, I always find it weird watching matches when the manager has been replaced and someone else has come in so soon. It's not like there's been a summer in between. There's been a pre-season, the new manager's eased his way into it because I was looking at Potter and his coaching staff and I felt like they were sort of, you know, doing the getting up and sitting down again and I felt like they were in Tuchel's bed almost. It, it was weird. It was like walking in on your wife and you're seeing her lover getting up and sitting in your bed almost. Not that it's that drastic, but you get the, the point, right? It, it just felt a bit weird. And I think the, the performance was a bit disjointed. I don't think that's down to the manager. I think that's more just down to circumstances where Chelsea have signed half of football and put a new manager in place this year. So um, it's a weird one. I think they, we're not really going to see the best of Chelsea until after the World Cup. I think Potter's, you know, obviously horrible circumstances around why it's happened, but he's probably thanking, you know, his lucky stars in a way to use a better term maybe, but um, there yeah, could be a better term to use, but he's 
looking at it, probably thinking I've got all this time to work with the players now because he hasn't had to, you know, prepare for matches and matches and matches. But um be interesting to see what happens after the international break. But I think he's got another pre-season in November when he can really take stock. And I think that's when you'll start seeing his methods really, you know, come to the fore maybe. But um, last night was a bit, bit more of um, what we expected from Chelsea this season. It's very disjointed. And um, Raheem Sterling just obviously being the one who's scoring the goals. That was Gary Hayes from the Chelsea podcast. Moving on to Manchester City. Excellent result. They are a... Fantastic team, Man City. Technically wonderful, but they've got a real mental fortitude now. Um, that game last night reminded me a lot of old Manchester United games with Ferguson. The idea that teams knew that a late rally was inevitable. They knew that a home goal at Old Trafford or now at the Etihad was inevitable. And when a team believes that, you'll see them sit five yards deeper and invite pressure onto them and just essentially wait for it. It's just human nature to go more defensive when you think that's going to happen. And Man City's quality is there for everyone to see. Uh, both their goals, fantastic. John Stones' lovely goal. But the Haaland goal, the ball from Cancelo, unbelievable. The finish from Haaland. The worry is with Haaland, he's only been around for a couple of months and we're running out of superlatives for him. That's not normal. You normally have superlatives for <laughs> the first couple of seasons. This guy's used them all. We've used them all on him. I don't know what to say about him. I don't know what to say about him. It just it seems to get better and better. Um, and he's got a nice bit of arrogance about him as well. And in the interview afterwards, he was asked if he thought Dortmund had contained him well. And he said, well, not that well. I scored. So I like that. <laughs> I like that about him. Uh, at some point, you'd imagine we'll have sort of a barren spell. Uh, I just can't see when that would be, particularly in this team. So yeah, excellent result for Man City. They are in the driving seat. Rangers, a pretty convincing win on paper for Napoli. But actually, yes, they played well. Van Bronckhorst, I completely see where he's coming from. They were very much in the game for a large part of that. Napoli, who destroyed Liverpool last week, are in great form. They're top of the Italian league, top of Serie A. It seems to me that a little bit of bad luck... It, uh, a red card, it's you know that that is still part of your team's performance. So I suppose it, you know they brought it on themselves to a certain extent. But yeah, he can't he can't knock the spirit, he can't knock the determination there, and some good football as well. But you know Napoli were clinical, and they won the game, and they they deserve to win the game. Probably not by that scoreline, but that's European football. It's cutthroat. Uh, and likewise, Celtic, they really should have put that game to bed a, a lot. Well, they should have put it to bed, full stop. But again, at this level, you, you give someone like Mudrick, who's who's been talked about a lot in the last few weeks with regards to a move to the Premier League. Brentford, we are led to believe, put a bid in. Arsenal, they're interested. He seems interested in Arsenal. And he showed that he would be a, an asset to any team in the Premier League. He looks fantastic. If you give him half a yard, he's so quick. He's so strong. He got away for the goal and equalised and, and despite some really good opportunities Celtic carved out of that game, just couldn't put it to bed. It was it was frustrating to watch, but I think it was certainly positive. Um and that's 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 the thing. Celtic are not they don't look out of place at this level, I would say. Um they just need to be more clinical. Right, anyway, that's all we've got time for. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about the European games, United uh, uh, in Moldova, West Ham in Denmark. Uh, we'll talk about that and plenty more here on the Whistleblowers Daily Podcast. Podcast Network.